when we yeah, first think. started on the thing. Yeah, man. It's the little salad bowl thing that you see on the internet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We thought um, about doing that. But you opted for something real instead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is going to be easier because Colette's not here, but I'm so sad that she's not because you guys are what we aspire to be. You know? <laughs> 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 okay. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 13 of From the Van. It's a podcast from my van where I have conversations with people who have relationships with residential vehicles. Today's episode features Jess and Mike. They're a super rad and multi-talented couple that I've been hoping to get on the podcast for a while. And though I've seen them at various van life hangs and whatnot, they're pretty hard to nail down because they are constantly traveling. These guys are all over the place. And as such, they have a bunch of really cool stories. I hope that you enjoy uh, my conversation with Jess and Mike as episode 13 of From the Van. Uh, well, you right. guys live full-time in the van uh, for yeah. two years now? Yes. We have. Yeah. Um, tell me about that. How is it? Do you need a beer? No, I'm good. Thanks. Okay. I got a drink here. Yeah. I don't. I can't drink beer. Oh, yeah. celiac. Oh, yeah. Jake is too. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about your van. Um, yeah. So the the current van, actually, this is our second van, mm -hmm. is a 2017 Sprinter. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a four x four on the 144 wheelbase. Wheelbase. Yeah. Yeah, um, and it's pretty, like, royal blue. It is yeah. blue, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've actually only ever looked at two vans, uh -huh. and we bought them both. So in okay. the first time we were building a van in Baltimore, we didn't know where to start. We went out to the dealer, and they had this one. It was used, a couple mm -hmm. years old. It was their loaner vehicle, and uh, we took a look at it, and we said, yeah, sure, let's buy it. Mm -hmm. And so we bought that one. It was blue, same color. Oh. Yep. Yeah. And then um, when we got into an accident, we needed another van. We walked into the dealership and uh, they had another blue van. We said, all right, we'll take that one too. <laughs> so I want to get into the accident because yeah, I, right. I know very cursorily about this through friends. Sure. But first, do you think that uh, you've only looked at two vans and you've bought them both because you're super lucky or because you're like unnecessarily giddy? You're uh, like, let's fucking do this. Yeah, I think, I think the second time around we were lucky. Mm -hmm. yeah. The first time... We just said, "Why not?" Like you the were first ready. time, first time I felt like we were throwing everything to the wind. We yeah. were like talking about quitting our jobs and moving out of the house and just mm -hmm. doing. We were like, "So what? Just buy a van? It's like one more thing just to just to throw up yeah. in the air." So mm -hmm. yep. that was the plan there. Cool. And it was a pretty good deal. I had thirty thousand miles. It was three years old mm -hmm. for like thirty grand or something like that. It was so. a Sprinter too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Cool. Yeah. And you smashed it. <laughs> we didn't smash we had some, it. We had some oh yeah. Yeah. heard elk dead. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. How'd that go down? Yeah, so Where were you? We, we were in Idaho. We were leaving uh, Big Sky, Montana for ski season, going to Sun Valley for the next mountain to hit on the pass, mm -hmm. and um, just trying to get there and to meet up with actually some other van life friends to go skiing the next day, and we're like, oh, you know what? We could get there. So we decided to drive at night through open country, which we didn't really realize how much of a risk that was, mm -hmm. and a uh, herd of elk went perpendicular across the road while we were driving about 50, 60 miles an hour. Um, it didn't actually stop the bat, stop the van or make the airbags go off, but one of the elk came through the windshield and one hit the side. Yeah. What the... So the, you hit one and one hit you. Yeah. yeah. First one hit us, took our side mirror off. I mean, all of this happened in yeah. a fraction Split of a second. second. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like driving along, like, oh, there goes the mirror, and then boom, there was one rolling up the hood. Wow. Yeah. And it came through the windshield? No. It, like, compressed it in. Could, yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it rolled off the side. And, and it, then it that died one died. Yeah. yeah. And we did not get the meat because everybody asked us, oh, did you get the meat? And we're like, fuck no. Like, we, our, our home just was wrecked. <laughs> you, think, you think I want to go, like, skin an animal? No. Yeah. 
Yeah, so we had some good people around us, um, including Kristen, Barefoot Theory, mm -hmm. and um, Joe from Permanent Road Trip, mm -hmm. and they kind of helped us um, that week kind of get our get our head straight. Figure it out. Yeah. Because so it totaled the van. It right? totaled the van, yeah. and, and we were out in the middle of nowhere, so insurance actually didn't even come and look at it. They just scrapped it. Wow. Yeah, they just said it's over. Um, and so we had to disassemble the van. We took out everything. I mean, the mm -hmm. windows, we took out drawer glides. We into what? A U-Haul or something? Yeah, into, into well, a, another one a at first van. into a minivan. Okay. And then we had to go get a, like a ProMaster rental through Enterprise uh -huh. fleet. We had to drive to Boise. And we then we put everything from the minivan into a storage unit and then into the rental transit. Yeah. And then somebody tagged us in a post on Instagram and they said, hey, this van was ordered last summer. It just came in and the guy who ordered it doesn't want it anymore um, and it's in um, where's it Billings Montana yeah eight hours away so we slept in the front seats in winter time with no heat in this um, gnarly and just like blankets over our head we're like okay let's just go let's just go yeah. so so we didn't sleep much and yeah by, by like four in the morning we're like let's just let's drive just go. so yeah. we pulled into this this place in Billings uh, in mid after mid morning yeah and uh, we walked in and we said hey we heard you have a sprinter here for sale and he's like yeah we do and you want to check it out and then, like, two minutes later, some other guy walked in asking about yep. the same vehicle. Mm -hmm. He was probably there to buy it as well. So we, like, beat him by by just minutes. Yeah, just so minutes. you did get yeah. lucky. Yeah. 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 Kudos that to was crowdsourcing. And, and so yeah. then, you know, we were like, okay, well, let's do the paperwork. Let's see what we can do. It's four by four, so we're, like, way too expensive. Like, mm -hmm. automatically that adds, like, 15 grand right. to a, a to a van. Um, but it was blue, and, like, you smiled for the first time in a week. And I was like, <laughs> oh, damn it. So um, we ran the paperwork. Um, and while we're, like, running all the paperwork, I'm like, just let that other guy test drive it. Because I feel bad that he came all the way here. I was a younger yeah, kid. Was, he, yeah, younger he, guy. Because he had been, like, looking at for months and he mm -hmm. like kept coming into this dealership and they he, he they knew him and we felt bad like we were sitting there for hours filling out paperwork and he was still like sitting there like waiting to see mm -hmm. what would happen and we we're like all right before we sign let him take a test drive yeah. let him have it and so oh, but then ultimately we it, uh, it ended up being like a little bit more per month than our old van so uh -huh. that's why we went for it and did you all the stuff that you had pulled out of the other van did you right. put it right back yep. into exactly this one? Yep. Yep. So, and it, because it was a 140 no the old, old one was larger it was larger so yeah. uh, what I learned from ripping apart that old van uh -huh. was that I built it kind of all wrong and that, <laughs> I look at this yeah. van every day and I'm like right. that should be over there so you know? so no but like it was like when it came time to remove things uh, the first time I built it, like you have your wall of your van and I would use an L bracket and I would put something on there and then uh -huh. I would build off of that and build off of that, build off of that. So when it came time to take it out, it would have been like disassembling it piece by piece. Uh -huh. So now I built it more like furniture. So uh -huh. the kitchen, if I need to, I could just take out like six the screws and the whole thing lifts out. Mm -hmm. um, and that that's true for, you know, most of the build, the, the toilet comes out the same way, the bed comes out the same way, mm -hmm. the bench, mm -hmm. everything is in theory modular. much more easily a lot more modular yeah i could mm -hmm. i can move it out yeah the only like i built this with a circular saw and a jigsaw that's how we built our first and one a drill right. and, and a so lot. like i didn't have a, a straight edge. table saw yeah, right. and or a straight edge and so like everything's not square mm -hmm. but the one clever thing that i did is all of these anchor sp spots that you see right. are riv nuts yeah. And so they're female machine screw anchors. Mm -hmm. When I get an opportunity to sit down at a uh, actual workshop and I'm going to rebuild everything. Are you really? I sell it. Yeah, that's the plan. It's because I could sell it right now, but if I if I built cabinets that made it look like something that people would repost on Instagram, right. it would sell for more money. <laughs> sure, you know? sure. Uh, but it, the, the cool thing is you were talking about the Instagram, uh, I mean, the Instapot. Instant Pot, uh, yeah. the seatbelt. The wonderful thing about that and like this drying strap is that we're able to just back out 
the thing, put the strap in to see if it works, mm. and we're going in and out of the same hole over yeah, and over again. Yeah, so that's actually like, smart. You don't have to put cheese metal screws in there every mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Uh, well, let's take a couple of steps back. Uh, where are you guys from? We used to live in Baltimore. Okay. And that's where I was living there for about five years. You've you been there, there for about 10 years. No, no. So. There you go. Um, I grew up in Texas by okay. Galveston Island on the beach, and when I was 16, my family moved to Minnesota, and I stayed to finish school, so I went to undergrad and graduate school in Minnesota, moved out to um, Baltimore to do my postdoc, and that's where I met him. Yeah, and I was I grew up in suburbs of Philadelphia, went to school in Philly, and then I spent 10 years in Baltimore. Okay. And then, uh, yeah. yeah, then we all decided to quit our jobs and hit the road. Yeah. yeah. How long have you guys been together? Six years. Yeah, okay. six years yeah. of summer. Married, cool. married for three. Right on. Mm -hmm. uh, and what's your doctorate in? Biochemistry. Okay. Yeah. What are you guys doing right now? I know you're freaking traveling like yeah. So super busy. I mean, when I hit the road, um, I I was continuing on what I had been doing as a career. So I started out doing freelance science consulting. Mm -hmm. um, so what that means is I help companies or, or PR agencies translate science into something that the public can understand. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been doing that for the past two years in a consulting capacity. Mm -hmm. And then along the way, um, you know, Instagram gives you opportunities to create content for brands. And then also I started the Van Life app. So mm -hmm. that is a an application on your phone that helps the community connect with each other and to resources. Right. And what's your what's your role there now? Uh, Co-founder and COO. Okay. So we are um, right now just learning how to get better and make mm -hmm. a better app. Yeah. Sure. Cool. Well, what do you have to yeah. do, Mike? We'll talk more about the Van Life app because I got yeah. questions about that. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So before we were in the van, I uh, I have a background in architecture, uh -huh. so that's where I spent most of my working career was in architecture or office interiors and that kind of stuff, but. Um, on my 30th birthday, I actually kind of looked, took a look at big things and I said, you know, I got into architecture because I like to draw and design and I like the, the visual aesthetic of things. Mm -hmm. And I realized I was drifting away from that. So on my 30th birthday, I sat down and I said, I'm going to start sketching. I, I got a sketchbook and I said, I want to draw every day. doesn't matter what it is or where I am. I just want to create some kind of a, a record and draw more and more mm -hmm. and more. So um, I did that for five years and then uh, it kind of came time for us to start building a van and talk about living on the road and I said you know what let me take this art to another level I'll start to make a business out of it I'll sell prints I'll sell originals I'll you know kind of call myself an artist it took me a while to actually even say that like say hey I'm an artist and I'm still not super comfortable with it but uh, fuck that dude. true because um, your Instagram is I'm always the thing that's so mesmerizing about your Instagram is that you'll take a picture of a completely like just sort of benign boring like image right a lot of times some of the stuff you draw is sure. super cute right, yeah, right to begin with but you make it look better than it did in real life so <laughs> yeah thanks. so many yeah. times it's yeah. drawn dot there right yes mm -hmm. and uh and the the general format is the pictures in front of uh, the, the place, some yeah. Banal, so, like, so yeah. the scene, but the, the the image that you, the caricature that you've done of it is mm -hmm. often, very often, so much cooler right. than yeah, than what you took. A picture yeah, of. and I mean that's the it, it's so there's I get so much more out of it. So yeah. for one, it's like they call it uh, open eye meditation. So I'm just like sitting there for an hour, yeah. staring at a wall of rocks or something and, and you know you kind of get immersed into it uh -huh. um and it also drives us to go to these new cool places yeah. if we're driving down the road i'm like all right we're gonna make a detour this way i heard about this old abandoned ghost town or something we're gonna go there check that out um and then yeah i mean i just love it and then it's called drawn there so 
I am drawn to these places mm -hmm. and I draw there. So it's yeah. drawn there. Yeah. Well, and if you can draw a, a super interesting picture of everybody's small little barbecue, then <laughs> you, you don't really have to, you know, you can sort of do it anywhere you need. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. That's super cool. Yeah. I love it. Um, where do you see that going? Um, I would love to it compile to it into a book. Yeah. Um, so, so part of what I really enjoy doing is drawing the images, but also telling the story behind it uh -huh. and the history or the, the factoids yeah. about, like you said, a grill. So that, that classic Web, Weber grill mm -hmm. was created by a guy who was originally making buoys. He mm -hmm. was in a metal fabricating plant and they were making buoys for the Coast Guard. And he had these like round metal forms. He was like, you know what? I think I, he took it home one weekend and he messed around with some charcoal. And he's like, all right, this works. Put some holes here. And he revolutionized backyard grilling. Yeah. And like that story is also what I want to tell through mm -hmm. the art and through the work. I don't so. want a coffee table at this point, but I do want that coffee table. <laughs> there you look. go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and not to shit on the Weber grill because that's a very elegant, elegantly designed thing. It right? is, yeah. but it, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, nothing, it's nothing special. Yeah. It's black. It's but round. Nobody knows but, that story. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, um, yeah that's super And then uh, I'm also working on a children's book. Okay. And uh, and I'm just, like Jess was saying, we kind of just say yes to whatever comes our way. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll see what's next. You got yeah. your hands in like a 50 different things at yeah. this point. What's up with Startup Week? That was this week. Yeah. So, and I had no idea what was happening. Yeah, so um, I'm running a business, but I don't know anything about business, right? So <laughs> um, I went to learn more about how to do business right and how to get better. And yeah. Yeah. So we're, we are um, trying to raise money right now to make the app better, mm -hmm. um, which is the situation we're in right now. Okay. Yeah. So let's describe the Van Life app for anybody who doesn't know what, what it is. It's, a, it's, it's sort of like your normal geotagging uh, app, but it also has a socio, social media aspect, which yeah. is sort of the thing that makes it unusual. Yeah. Right? And so, you know, we've been on the road for quite a while and yeah. um, we learned pretty quickly that you get lonely out here. Mm -hmm. um, and so I found myself seeking out these gatherings and, and Brienne, who has been hosting bi-monthly gatherings here on Fiesta Island mm -hmm. for the last two years, um, you know, we, we decided we would team up and try and solve these problems that almost everybody in the community has. Mm -hmm. You know, the d difficulty finding a safe place to park, um, difficulty finding people to connect with. Mm -hmm. um, and so we thought, you know, there are a lot of other apps out there, um, but not one that solves all these problems one place. So what we're trying to do is build a database that um, users give reviews on and like share their information with the community so mm -hmm. that we can all help each other out. Right. Yeah, so the app, with the app you can find, you know, places to shower, places to go to the bathroom, you can see who's nearby. Um, you can also see gatherings on it. And everything is, you know, with um, the intent of leaving no trace and kind of environment first is yeah. our mission. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, we're not just the geotagging platform. Mm -hmm. We're trying to make it sustainable both for the environment and for people. Sure. Because it's hard out here. It's not an easy life. And it might look glamorous on Instagram, but, you know, at the end of the day, we're shitting in a bucket. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I don't have enough space for a bucket in here. Every once in a while, I have a panic moment where I need to get into some bar where I might have to buy a drink, and that's okay. <laughs> uh, you know, slap a 20 down and be like, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, well, I mean, without getting too d deep into the weeds about the Van Life app, um, it seems like there are some pretty serious challenges and I want to know what the what the thinking and the theory is behind the van life app because you can have access to it as if it were Yelp for van life right. for free 
yeah without paying right but there's a function on there where you can connect with people mm -hmm. who are in a certain radius of you right. and you could choose that and stuff and it doesn't tell you exactly where anybody is right but By design. it gives you an option to reach out to people mm -hmm. and if they want to they can respond to you and help you out with a place to yeah. park or, or whatever but um it seems like it's sort of slow to be populated right yes. now what what are the next steps in terms of because i feel like i live in encinitas full-time yeah and everything except for san alijo campground and the jolly clean giant which is our local uh, laundromat. Mm -hmm. I added literally everything. In it really? To the map. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Thank yeah. Thank you. Yeah, but my my question is like, what? I've been talking to Colette and my other friends about this, and w the thing that keeps up coming up to us is like gamifying. Yes. The yes. system. Yes. If you could provide an incentive, whether it's free membership for people who mm -hmm. populate a certain number of things or whatever. What are you thinking is coming up? Yeah, not... so that is definitely on the list of things to do. Okay. Um, so I guess one of the things is, you know, we started a tech company and we're not tech people. And so right. we kind of are on this learning curve of like, how do we make all these things happen for the amount of money that we have right mm -hmm. now? So we've already put over $100,000 into development of the app. Um, and it's expensive to make mm -hmm. these apps. And so what we're trying to do next is one, there's going to be a gamification thing, but we want to do overhaul of UX UI, which is uh, user experience and user interface. Mm -hmm. So it's like just a more seamless, mm -hmm. um, login process. Sure, it's a little so slow that, to load. Yes, it's very slow to load right now. We want to have an email sign up so you don't mm -hmm. have to use Instagram. We had originally chosen Instagram just because, um, the whole community was already there already so it. we thought that wouldn't be a problem but it turns out that not everybody wants to use that which especially is people who are trying to check out of a lot of yeah. the tethers to modern right, society right and, and that wasn't our like d design was not to get like that's not the point like we <laughs> just wanted to you mind to, people's yeah like we just wanted to like get the information i don't know yeah. so um we're gonna put the email login. We're going to, right now we're tapped into a few APIs through Google, like mm -hmm. the campgrounds and the KO, um, what was it, the pilot flying J's. Mm -hmm. um, and I think those APIs are slowing down the loading time. Mm -hmm. So that's the other thing that we're gonna try and, and make better is that loading time. Um, there's some caching things that are, uh, we have to kind of get around um, legality stuff. So then it's like lawyer fees, right? Then you're paying for a lawyer to make sure that you're doing this all in the up and up. What a waste of money. Uh, well, you know what I learned this week? A good lawyer is expensive, but a bad lawyer is really, really expensive. Uh, I'm an attorney and I won't let you pay me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a good lawyer. <laughs> yeah, so um, we also want to improve... Um, just a lot of things. I mean, you should see my list of, of things. Like, we're taking feedback from the community. You know, every time you mm -hmm. open the app, you can shake it mm -hmm. and then put in a little feedback. So everything people are saying, we're cataloging and making sure that cool. we can implement into the, the next iterations. Yeah. yeah, even, like, notifications so that when someone sends you a message and they're nearby you, you won't miss it. Um, so that way it'll push through your phone. And that actually is a very expensive feature to develop mm -hmm. into an app. Mm -hmm. um, and then pictures. We want to make sure people can post pictures of the places they're at. Sure. Um, it's also going to be web-based web as well. Um, eventually that is another expensive issue. Oh, so you can issue. pull it up on your computer. Yeah, room. so it was coded with the Ionic platform, mm -hmm. which allows it to be um, across Apple, Android, and the web. Um, so I guess we're kind of debating on if we want to go native on any of those channels. Um, this is getting really technical, mm -hmm. but... Um, yeah, there's a lot of decisions to be made, and, and money is really like the one holdup of us making all of these really, really big, great changes quickly. Sure. Yeah. So you were saying like the so there is the, the model is a, fr a premium 
a freemium model. So you can download it. Um, it's for free to download it and get all those other features that every other app has. Mm -hmm. um, and then the community part is the novel thing about it. So that's what we're using to help subsidize the, the, the development. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, where, are, where are people? Because every once in a while, I look up, I open the app, and I go to a city that I kind of want to visit. Yeah. And I don't really see folks. Is, yeah. Are most all the people in, or who are I mean, joined are on in Southern California? This is really opening Coastal up another California? hole that we have in our business. Right. And that is that we spent all of our money on the front end. Okay. So our back end is pretty weak. Can't advertise and stuff. Is that what you mean? Or? Uh, no, I mean, like, I don't even have access to that data right now. Oh. Yeah. I like, see. it's so weak that, like, I can't, I can't even answer know. that question. Uh -huh. So that's like, we need a full stack dev person to come in and help us right um so we're hiring <laughs> anybody wants to come join us um but yeah so i mean the back end is a big weakness for us right now okay yeah all right well talk to me about your your personal travel uh first of all did did you do something so that you can break the elk instead of the elk breaking you next time yeah uh, coming tomorrow or the next day so um we are in the very, like, yesterday I had the bumper off the van. The whole front uh -huh. bumper was taken off because I thought we were going to be receiving a new bumper uh, in the mail. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it didn't come. So it's now it's scheduled to come for Monday, yeah. which is two days from now. So we are, and even... Just from, in time for us to get back to Idaho. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so we built this van a year ago, mm -hmm. and we told ourselves we are not going to go anywhere until we get a big, big cow pushing bumper Beefy. up front. Yeah. Right. Um, and so it took us a year to finally get there, but now finally we're getting a new bumper. And still, I mean, it's not gonna, it wouldn't help. I mean, it helps a little bit. Ultimately, we don't drive at night. We don't, uh, mm -hmm. definitely drive, don't drive through open country at night. Mm -hmm. um, there's this, there's one road that goes to the Grand Canyon. It's uh, to the South Rim. Oh my God, those and elk are so giant big. giant elk just lining the road. With mm -hmm. big antlers. So we, we saw them during the day and we're like, this freaks us out. We had to drive out at night, and because we had just finished the hike, going twenty miles. We were doing thirty. People are doing sixty. They're guys. so pissed. Oh just, no, they're, yeah. we are not. I was just like, I'm not, yeah. I don't care. I'm gonna put uh -huh. the flashers on. I'm gonna stay to the right. Yeah, and uh, that's yeah. that's our solution. So. Yeah. So uh, the guys, he's on his hat. The Backwoods Adventure Mods. They're gonna be um, helping us out with a, a new um, bull bar on the front, and okay. then um, some cool like toolboxes on the back. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. We're stoked about that extra storage space, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. We've actually thought about. You know, obviously upgrading the van, but if we don't, getting a little box mm -hmm. or something that can open with the barn door. Because you have a, a box on the roof now, right? No, we're oh, we're like don't. completely covered in solar. Like oh, we can't okay. do anything mm -hmm. else on top. Yeah. Uh, we think about getting a, a little vestibule or awning or something, but that's mm -hmm. like the, the furthest that we can take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're totally covered in solar. Um, where have you guys been traveling? What's the what's the program? What's the agenda? Um, everywhere yeah. so on average we drive about two hours a day over, okay. the, over the last two years like Google Maps send, sends us like a monthly like timeline of where uh -huh. we've been and every month says you've spent 60 hours in a vehicle it's so it's so crazy no yeah. matter what like our schedules look like or what's going on or if we're here or there consistently we drive 60 hours a month mm -hmm. so yeah um, so it's it's always we're always moving we rarely stay more than two nights in one place mm -hmm. um, and so right now after this we're headed to uh, Wyoming and Idaho hell yeah um, For the van life we're gonna gathering. be in Seattle by 4th of July back to Idaho and then we got to book it to Joshua Tree for, for his birthday for party my birthday when is your birthday July 28th 
It's gonna so, be hot. I know. They, so our, we're our staying at a house with some friends. It's like a joint okay. birthday party and with they a pool are and air conditioning. Yeah. So we'll so be So Vinny will be fine. Yeah. Um, and then Burning Man at the end of the summer. So that's, yeah. that always wraps up our summer. I still haven't done that. Mm, you're missing out. You like it? Yeah, yeah. Third, it'll be our fourth year. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I just don't know. I feel like every year I either have the money or the time to go and never yeah. both the same in the same right. year. You gotta um, commit, just put it on the credit card. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, There's you, too I'll much on the credit card right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, well, okay, so why are you traveling? Just because you can or are you doing yeah. it for... Uh, because you need to is that <laughs> well I mean part of your job as a CEO of the van life app yeah. is that you probably ought to be going out and like caching like locations and shit right oh I mean that? yeah every every day I add locations yeah, everywhere yeah. I camp cool. I add where I where I'm camping and I put a review on it sure. and yeah every time and honestly I had been doing it on the beta version for so long and then it was like wiped and I was like no oh, God. <laughs> Oh, so like I, I still have some back cataloged on my Google Maps that I have to transfer uh -huh. over, but yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like remembering if was there cell service there. I'm like I can't remember. So you know sometimes you got to be there to put the location in. Yeah, yeah. Have you been out of the country? Yeah, we've been to. I mean, we've been to Whistler. <laughs> we did a weekend is, in Whistler, yeah. Yeah. BC. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we're gonna go to Baja next uh, January. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so yeah, we we've done 47 states. So far, oh, wow. and we've done almost two dozen national parks. I'm and guessing so, just not Alaska. Alaska, Hawaii, and Michigan. Michigan. Okay. Yeah. And this is for the van, not for yeah, yeah personal. And, right. But yeah. um, so you know, we do feel like we're coming to the not the end of our U.S. journey, but mm -hmm. um, it is something we've talked about about where we would want to go next, and if yeah. we want to ship the van to to Australia or Europe or or do something like that. Um, that's certainly been discussed. Mm -hmm. um, we don't know what's going to happen yet, but. I would imagine um, that the app has those same sort of like uh, ambitions, right? In yeah, yeah. So we do want to expand. Um, honestly, we need lawyers to help us expand. Yeah, sure. Um, and we just we're we're just working on the app right now. Just so until we work. can get until we can get everything right, then mm -hmm. we'll kind of push to put the money into those expansions. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, Colette and I. She actually has dual citizenship. Mm. the U.S. and Italy. Italy. Oh. And so we're constantly like, hey, we'll sell this van and just not buy another one and go across Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, go across the pond. Yeah, so we, we did the math, and I was like, I looked in the price to ship this, ship our van uh, to Hawaii. It's just like a, just a, just see what it costs. And it's a lot of money, especially there, one way, and then back again. Like what? It was like five grand. Five grand one, each one way? way. Yeah. For a giant van. And it's because I mean, we're double small. height. Oh, and all yeah. That yeah. Stuff. We don't even fit in a shipping container. But, um, yeah. so then I did the math, I was like, well, Ten grand could get you a nice Airbnb for months. Or just there, a brand you know? new van. Yeah, so like a used, get well, a used van, but brand new to you. So uh, yeah. yeah, we don't know. Or like van swaps, we've considered that. Yeah, and, you know, I'm sure there's someone in Europe who wants to come here and do the same thing. I would thing. definitely van swap. Yeah, I don't trust people to drive everything. <laughs> we drive like grannies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, me too. My, <laughs> it's so funny you're talking about driving out of the out of the Grand Canyon and my joke is like when I hear a horn behind me it's I don't know what it is but my accelerator just stops working <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the van just stops going yeah so like, you have a you have a rear view camera yeah but it only works when I'm in reverse oh, okay. oh really so okay. I can't yeah. see I can't see behind me you, this really because we have the same oh yours is fancier than ours <laughs> well, we can well, we can rig ours up to and just press a few buttons and the camera's always on. Yeah. You know, I so I bought this van under mm, questionable circumstances. 
I went to I went and did a comedy uh, festival in New York last year, and I was like researching all the like mid and small size vans, and I was sort of like I think it's I think it's the mattress, but I don't see them ever, anywhere mm-hmm. yeah. because yeah. they just came to They're the U.S. in new. 2016. Yeah. And then I went over to New York, and this is like the biggest van that will also fit in a um, in a garage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they're everywhere there oh. because that's pretty important. Every, yeah, yeah. And I kept seeing them, and I was like, "Fuck, man, I think this is the van." And I came back and found one. It had come over from Hawaii, hmm. and the rearview mirror is supposed to be mounted in the headliner up there. That's yeah, really, right yeah. there. That's and, pretty low. Yeah. And this is like a the cheapest aftermarket rear uh, like backup camera thing that they could get and i bought the van and like two months later the rear rear camera went out oh really so i went to some guy over here and i I was like uh down in claremont or something and i was like what what can you fix this for and it Mm -hmm. can i get the all-time yeah rear view on and he's like yeah but not for this price yeah fuck it Mm -hmm. i don't so you use the ca- it, the video comes up in the in the rearview mirror on the not- side of the rearview uh, mirror. Yeah, our video comes up here. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah my way more high tech. Than <laughs> yeah. No. I asked him about that too, and he's like, "Yeah, that's gonna cost a lot." Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, it's hilarious to me that I even have a rearview mirror because it's there's yeah. no there's windows. No, yeah. I just saw a van over there, and he took his mirror off. It just sits up on his dashboard because <laughs> it has a video it's a on it. It's a shaving mirror yeah. now. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. lays yeah. it down. Yeah, it's mainly focused at me because I'm a narcissist. You know, mm-hmm. I don't have to. Yeah, you got to check yourself out. <laughs> sure. Um, what else, guys? Tell me a story. What do you got? Stories. What about? We got stories for everything. Give us a topic. Um, <laughs> how'd you meet? On a bike. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, so, so go. All right. So we were both living in Baltimore at the time, and uh, I worked like two miles from where I lived, and she worked about two miles in the other direction from where she lived. Okay. Um, and so we biked all the time for our main transportation. I I don't I had a car, but it just sat. My car the time, was dead. So we would bike all around the yeah. city, and there was this one night in July on a Wednesday, July tenth. <laughs> That's fucking cute, by the way. Um, I was out with some friends uh, downtown at this bar district, and they showed movies out on the pier. So uh-huh. I was watching a movie, and uh, and that was my night. And then Jess, she was out at uh, burrito night. Burrito, burrito, yeah, night. night. Two dollar natty bows. Yeah, bo- burrito. Bo- natty bo- so natty bow is a Baltimore beer. Uh, national Bohemian. National okay. Bohemian. It's not and good. So they would go to a certain <laughs> bar and they'd call it Burrito. Uh-huh. Buy a beer and a burrito or something like that. Yeah. So our nights, Before we're, bo- we're both in this yet. like bar district <laughs> and we both decided to, to head back to where we lived at the same time. Um, on a weird road. We both took a strange road that night. So yeah, we both like were on a, like Alisana would be the better road to ride on. We were both on Fleet Street. I don't know why, but uh, I was riding along and I passed this hot blonde on a bike. And yeah. It was like 10 o'clock Did at night. Did you recognize her at this point? I'd never seen met her. around before? No, never we've never met, met each other, which is weird because Baltimore is, is nicknamed small Pretty small. Yeah. 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 So I passed her and I was like, oh, hold on. I got to say hi to this girl. So I slowed <laughs> down. She caught up and I just said hi. And uh, she said I had a very trustworthy beard. I, I think drunk. she was nervous or drunk <laughs> or something. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Um, but we just started chatting and we rode together for a we only had like maybe another half mile to go mm-hmm. um, and I missed my turn. I was like distracted and mm-hmm. uh, I gave her my number and then we went out on a date two days later. Yeah. It turned out we lived two blocks apart from each yeah. other. Oh, Never shit. even know it. Yeah. Um, and I just bought the house. I bought the house like 
two months before. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't have met you if I didn't buy that house. Right. But, so, yeah, yeah, we met. Uh, we went on a date. And yeah, that was that. We also went on a date on bikes again. Yep. So, she was like, oh, meet me at this bar. I, I was like, I'm going to ride there. She's like, I'll ride there too. So, mm -hmm. we I mean, both rode our bikes. Around in the city. She, on their first date, uh, it rained. Oh we were in a bar or something. And we're in a dress. It, it was kind of a wet, rainy night. And we were leaving the last place and we we're like all right let's head let's head back and she hit a trolley tracks in the in the middle of the cobblestone street and she went down and did it on purpose didn't you? it was the first time i've fallen in a decade like i've <laughs> never fallen off the bike was damsel in distress and like i turned back i was like oh, what, no. what was that and she was so mad i was like I, i'm not getting near this and she <laughs> was like, like fine yeah she was like i'm fine and she like yeah stormed off and i didn't storm off we rode bikes home together. yeah yeah but, but i didn't want to talk about it no she didn't no <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was how we met. Yeah. And then that's so fucking three, hot, you guys. Three years <laughs> later, two years later, uh, I decided I was gonna let's get married. So I Good. bought a ring, and um, there was we had kind of had a tradition of riding our bikes again from our neighborhood Canton up to Hamden. It was a maybe a, a forty-five minute bike ride it's uphill, all uphill. But oh they God. they do this really great Christmas display, Christmas on lights 34th on Thirty-fourth Street in Hamden, and they go all out. They shut down the street. So it was like our tradition to ride up there. And I said, this will be a good chance for me to propose because I like, again, this is going backwards, but um, we're not really religious people, but I like to observe the equinox and the solstice. And it's just at least a, a thing to, to acknowledge. Mm -hmm. So it was the winter solstice. And I said, let's, let's go, let's go right up here. And while she was sleeping on the sofa that day, that afternoon, I went out in the street and I wrote, will you marry me? in sidewalk chalk, mm -hmm. really big in the middle of the street, at about the spot where we met mm -hmm. on, on our mm -hmm. first bike ride. Oh. So uh, we rode up to saw the lights, came back, and then there it was written in the street. Yeah, and, but uh, then I was like, why are we going down Fleet Street? And I was like, something is up. He's <laughs> like, let's go this way. And I'm like, why would we take Fleet Street? It's longer. Yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah. the story. Right. But that was, that was a pretty romantic proposal. Yeah. yeah. Everyone in my office, I was working in D.C. at the time, and they were like, oh, my God. Yeah. Everyone was freaking out. Yeah. How'd you get down to DC from Baltimore? Uh, train. Trains, trains, and automobiles. So you take the train every day. Yeah, so I yeah. took the train. It was two hours each way. Okay. And then um, did that for a couple of years, mm -hmm. and then they started pushing me to Manhattan. So then I would commute to Manhattan on the train. Oh wow. Um, from Baltimore. That's far. Um, it's two hours each oh, way. Oh really? Yeah. I, I mean, on, on the Acela, on the speed train. Oh, it's the fast one. Yeah, on the speed yeah. train. Um, and when you go that often, you take the Acela. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. But, but then ultimately, she started working from home more, yep. and it was like three days a week, maybe four days a week, and then we were like, this could transition to a mm -hmm. van, you know, this this job. Yeah, I was like, I could yeah. do this from anywhere. Well, right. but, so whose idea was it? Like, how did you end up in a van? Were either of you, were you, like, on board both yeah. together from yeah, the beginning? Yeah, so we, um, we did, a, like, a six-day backcountry backpacking t trip uh -huh. through the Tetons um, three years ago now, something like that. And, um, and it's okay. And it's all because we didn't get tickets to Burning Man, but we had already taken the, mm -hmm. the time off of work. So mm -hmm. we're like, what do we do? Um, so then we went to this backpacking thing and the day we get into town, we go to get the permits for the, for the trip. And we see this like amazing van for sale and it's like $120,000. We're like, that's ridiculous. Like yeah. that's the price of a house. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're like, but, um, a pretty cheap house, right? Like mm -hmm. affordable house. And so we started kicking the idea around for the next six days while we're backpacking. And um, by the time we got out and back to Baltimore, um, we were like, all right, let's start looking for a van. Mm -hmm. And then we saw that one at the dealership and we said, let's do it. And we yeah. did it. And then we spent the next six months uh, figuring out 
how to tell our families, how to quit our jobs, how to make sure we make money on the road. And Did you reach resistance from your family? Yes, still. Yeah. <laughs> still. Every time I talk to my mom, she says, uh, have you looked at properties? She's like, you love San Diego. And I'm like, you got a million dollars to give me? Because I do not have that kind of money. Yeah. 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 yeah that's, a, that's a struggle. It's so curious, um, especially with, with all of these uh, municipalities struggling so hard to prohibit vehicular habitation. Mm -hmm. I actually, and this is the reason that I gushed when you told me that you met on a bike, is that I'm, my primary function in this world is being an equity and transportation activist. And I spent eight years, before I bought this van, I was eight years without a car mm -hmm. living in Southern California. And my joke used to be, and it was only halfway a joke because I used it in practice, is that even when I had a car back in the day, I would meet a woman that I wanted to go on a date with, and the first date, I would pick her up, like the, the traditional, like, <laughs> mm -hmm. misogynistic, patriarchal thing, and mm -hmm. I'd go and buy her dinner and stuff, and then the next date was either on the bus <laughs> or on a bicycle, because I, you have to prove your mettle to me, yeah, you know? Yeah. It's real easy to find a woman that's attractive enough. It's real hard <laughs> to find one that you can tolerate, I'm sure that works the other way. Right. Um, and... And, and it has similar values. Yeah, that's the thing, yeah. right? It's like, it's like, can you hang with me? Right. Like, you're a pretty person, but there are lots of those. You know? <laughs> like, can you hang with You've me? You've been in SoCal are, too long. Are, are we good? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so funny. So, uh, Colette, uh, who is, she's so rad in terms of just like bending with everything and like, mm -hmm. And like she's she's so innovative in the ways that she the ways that she thinks. She was a little like not into the van at the mm -hmm. beginning, but then once she saw what it could be, she really helped like uh, imagine so many of the things that actually work in here. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but um, yeah, I, I love that you guys. Yeah, and I mean, all the all the way that we've been together, our house was a row house in Baltimore, so it's uh -huh. 11 feet wide. Yeah. I mean, it's just barely wider than this thing. Okay, um, but like long, like a shotgun? Yeah, like a shotgun house, yeah. and then like a upstairs and a basement. Uh -huh. um, That's a lot of house. Yeah, I mean, it's like 900 it's square feet or two something. Bedroom two bedroom and bath. Yeah, and not huge. Um, uh -huh. Uh, so every every house I've ever moved into, I would joke with him. I'm like, I've never lived in a house so small. Uh -huh. um, Your houses have gotten smaller uh, over the past sure, sure. Over two the past, decades. Yeah, yeah, two decades. Every single house course, has been man, smaller. Just fill that shit up, yeah, exactly. Man. It's like the goldfish. You grow to the size of your tank. Yeah. yeah. I got so excited. Like after being in here, I moved all my stuff into a storage unit. I would sit around in the van, half drunk, going. I just get so excited about getting rid of a pair of pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't need that shit. Yeah. You know? And yeah. um, we're going to have to find a place for your coffee table book. <laughs> <laughs> but on the, on the transportation thing, I just finished this book about parking policy. And it's so curious to me that, because I've been to both of these hearings about mm -hmm. the vehicular habitation prohibition that they're trying to get to pass co constitutional muster in town here. And all of the quote-unquote problems associated with vehicular habitation are like theoretical potential problems that could be a symptom of any asshole living yeah. in any sort of situation right. on a boat in a house in a car yeah. in a tiny house whatever else like there are litter bugs that on every stripe of the political mm -hmm. socioeconomic spectrum right mm -hmm. and what's what's crazy is that we have such a glut of free parking that the free market, which all the 
conservatives who are upset with people staying in vans champion as the primary like driver of uh, innovation, it adapted and people were like, there's not enough housing and there's too much car housing. Mm-hmm. We're going to turn the car housing into yeah. people housing. Yeah. Right. And it's like, it's like, uh, you're welcome. You know, yeah. We didn't, we didn't, when I moved into my van, I increased the housing stock in Encinitas. You know yeah. what I mean? There's right. another, there's another affordable dwelling unit yeah. in Encinitas because I live in a van now, mm-hmm. and that's just that's not the good, way that people. Good way to look at it. That's not the way that people look at it. Yeah. And it's it's so funny meeting that that just institutional dogma and the conventional wisdom that that it's like an automobile is not for not for living in. Mm-hmm. And so, what, are your parents still in Texas? Yes, they were in LA for about a decade. Really? Yeah. They, okay. Uh, so after I, after, you said Galveston, that's like yeah, yeah. hot and muggy and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we went from there um, to Minnesota, and they lasted about a year or two before they were like, "No, this is not yeah, for us." It's fucking. My dad crazy. got another job out um, at Medtronic. Okay. And so um, they were working out there for about a decade, and just retired recently back to Texas. My okay. mom always wanted a big ranch house on. Are they in the same zone? No, or? they're up north of Dallas now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a nice place to go visit. I know that area. The fried chicken is overrated. <laughs> North of Dallas, it's not that good. <laughs> and are your are your folks still in still Pennsylvania? in Pennsylvania? Yep. yep. Okay. Um, How do they feel about the van? They they've always just said as long as you're happy, it's, okay. it's one of those things. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, you share your location with your dad. Yeah. So he's oh, tracking my phone. He, he says he doesn't check it that much. So but he does. He'll call, he'll call him, or you know, he'll text and be like, "Oh, the weather's supposed to be great in Reno." We're like, "We're not even there yet. How do you know?" <laughs> like, we just yeah. pulled into town. <laughs> Full blown stalking. Yeah, yeah but that's yeah. okay. It's, yeah. it's good to let them know that we're doing well. That's mm-hmm. cool. Well, talk to me. I, we, I, we can't leave the dog out. We have a beautiful little guest <laughs> yeah. right here. Um, this is Vinny. Vinny had a moment this week. He did. Uh, yeah. So Vinny's fifteen, and. Um, he eats fancy food, and we couldn't find it at one of these places we drove through town. Mm-hmm. And so we picked up some fancy food he used to eat the brand of. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if this is the reason he got sick, but he got really sick um, coming out both ends for, uh, like, three nights in a row. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't during the day. He was fine during the day. So we were like, okay, he's getting better. And then at night, he would tank again. So, um, I mean, it was... He was pretty bad. I mean, he lost a pound and he was mm-hmm. super dehydrated. That's a pound's a lot for that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, it's 20%. Yeah. Um, so we brought him into the emergency vet and they gave him some fluids, some antiemetics and um, some other tummy stuff. And, and you just got him on the old Antibiotics. Food, or? I don't, We. I mean, we threw the food away um, and we got him back onto rice and Every pumpkin and chicken and just something bland and neutral for his tummy. But yeah, he's, uh, he's 15, he's got one tooth, can't hear. Um, but he's still got a ton of energy. And then he's super rad. He's a sweet dude. Yeah. He got along with Spin super well. Yeah. My, uh, Colette's mom has a, a dog that reminds me of Vinny and, um, she's fine with Spin, but the other Chihuahua is like in his shit. Oh yeah. He's super chill. <laughs> yeah. Most people are like, he's a Chihuahua. He doesn't yeah. act like most Chihuahuas. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So what else? You guys want to plug something? I mean. Your van dot there. Mm-hmm. Van there. On Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And drawn down there. there. Yep. That's um, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna do that again. <laughs> <laughs> well, so he had it first, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. And I was like, "What do I name the van account?" And he's like, uh-huh. "I'm drawn there. You could be van there." Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that's how it happened. Yeah. 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 Um, for plugs, I sell sell stuff on Etsy. So okay. um, check out. Um, how do we get there? 
uh, Etsy.com and then just go to search the shop drawn there. Drawn there. Or just drawnthere.com. Drawnthere.com okay. is another way to do yeah. it. Yeah. Do you do, because um, I can't remember what this account is called, but it's super cute. And I think there's, there, um, oh, this is something else I thought about earlier, but like, uh, architects have my favorite handwriting. Oh, you know, it's like yeah. almost graffiti, uh -huh. you know? Yeah. I love that shit. I, that's just an aside. So actually, actually, this children's book I'm working on, I'm going to be hand lettering yeah, the, whole, the, whole, the whole text. Yeah, that's super cool. What's it about? Uh, so it's an interesting concept where, uh, have you been to Denver? And you mm -hmm. know the big blue bear that stands out the, outside the convention center? No. Nope. It's like a 30-foot blue bear sculpture, uh -huh. public art kind of thing. Um, and it's looking into the window of the convention center. It's really kind of a cool These thing. Big glass windows. And yeah. so a woman in Denver uh, wrote a children's book story poem, all rhymes, about this bear coming down out of the mountains and looking for his place. Um, and she teamed up with the owner of the bear, the artist's wife, and um, they teamed up and they had seen that I drew this thing online. Mm -hmm. I had already drawn it before. And they said, oh, we, here's an artist who has already done this. We really like him. Let's reach out. So they contacted me, and um, the, the project's going to fit really well with, with what I enjoy doing. So yeah. uh, next month, or this month, I'll be flying to Denver and doing like a three-day walking tour of these specific sites. And like as the bear comes oh, into the, yeah. the library. Other like all landmarks the city, and the stuff. Red, Red Rocks, Amphitheater, yeah, um, Crossing the Platte River, all this kind of stuff. So. Um, it'll be a 32-page book about this bear walk, walking through Denver. So that's super um, cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Right, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. Hopefully, hopefully, on shelves before Christmas. That's okay. The plan. Yeah. Righteous. Mm -hmm. Good deal. Well, thanks you. Yeah. Thanks, Marty. Me. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Thank Appreciate you. It. Oh, you were no. recording, right? Yeah. Double check. Oh, we gotta start back over. Again. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, guys. That was episode 13, featuring Jess and Mike. I had a really good time chatting with these guys, and I hope to run into them uh, on the road. I recommend that you follow them both on Instagram at van.there for Jess and drawn.there for Mike. Oh, and also, you should go on Instagram and follow from the van. Uh, <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed the show. Thank you so much if you've hung on listening this long. And uh, there'll be a new episode for you next week on Tuesday. Bye-bye.